Gentle reader, I am pleased but nervous to present this account of my adventures in the human world and what happened to me there. To give you the story completely, I have woven into my diary, which was originally intended to be quite personal, many documents and papers that I hope will help you fully understand the terror and the drama of it all. Gah! That sounds a little over the top, doesn't it? Well, my teacher, Master Abelard, whom you will meet later in these pages, has occasionally called me a drama queen. I will not demean myself by explaining what that means, but I sometimes fear it is true. On the other wing, I did indeed experience a great deal of terror on this journey, so that is also true. In addition to my diary, you will find many pages from the journal of a human boy named Bradley Ashango, as well as photographs he took with a strange device called a cell phone. He swears the thing is not magical, merely scientific. I am not entirely convinced of this. It certainly seems magical to me. Many times, Brad and I had written about the same experience, so I trimmed some of our entries to avoid unnecessary repetition. However, nothing has been added. We want you to experience this as we did. Well, not entirely as we did. I suffered a great deal of fear, doubt, and emotional agony during these events. Though I hope you will read with a sympathetic heart, I also hope that the emotional effects will not be as overwhelming for you as they were for me. One last note. Please excuse my poetry. Master Abelard tells me it is not very good. But it is part of who I am, so I felt it was important to leave it in place. Yours very sincerely, Gerald Overflight, Griffin. The Code of the Griffins 1. A griffin is brave and fierce in all situations. The heart quails not, and the beak and talons are ever ready to strike in the name of truth and freedom. 2. Now that great Alexander has left the human world, and the divine Dante has gone to the fields of the blessed, griffins are no more to be seen by humans. 3. We are guardians of treasure and any item of value placed in a griffin's care, whether it be glittering diamond or hope of heaven, will be protected unto the death. A griffin who fails in this regard is no griffin at all. 4. The enchanted realm is our home and haven, and we go no more to the human world. 5. We live in a state of joy and gratitude that we have been given the gift of the sky, and we are ever thankful for these treasures. The power of wings, the ferocity of heart, the strength of limb, and the purity of intent that makes us now and evermore griffins. This is the code of the griffins as given to us by Isekiah Wildbeak and written down by Josiah Cloudclaws in the Griffin Agria. Reader, 
I put in the code so you would understand the kind of pressure I was facing. We grifflings, grifflings is the word for young griffins, are given a copy of this document on our seventh hatch day and ordered to memorize it. Our elders expect that within two weeks we will be able to recite word for word any item on the list when asked. Gerald, give me number three, some grown-up will demand, and I have to be ready to spew it back. Anyway, now that you've seen the code, it's time to show you my actual diary, which starts on the next page. You will always be able to tell when it's me writing, because I begin my entries with the full day and date. Brad claims this is overly fussy, but I think it's the proper way to do it. For ease of reading, I have converted the dates of events in the Enchanted Realm to match corresponding days in the human world. You're welcome. G.O. Friday, June 19. This was a bad day, mostly due to the continued teasing from my rotten siblings, who claim I am not a true griffin. This wounds me. In fact, today it made me so mad that I wrote a poem about Cyril. Higgledy-piggledy berries and tarts, Cyril's the king of huge stinky farts. That made me feel better. I'm going to try to write a poem every day. They seem to help me get my feelings out. To check the claims of the SS, stupid siblings, that I am not a true griffin, I looked up griffins in our family's copy of the Encyclopedia Enchantica. Having read what the EE has to say, my response is, What a lot of unicorn poop! Encyclopedia Enchantica Griffins The griffin is a creature of enormous power, blessed with the head and wings of an eagle and the hindquarters of a lion. The upper sections of the front legs are also lion-like. However, they taper down to become more bird-like, finally ending in the fierce talons of an eagle. The only exception to the eagle-slash-lion mix is the griffin's ears, which are long and horse-like, though they thrust out sideways rather than standing straight up as a horse's do. This can add an oddly comic touch to a griffin's otherwise dignified and ferocious appearance. As the eagle is the lord of all birds and the lion the king of beasts, the griffin, which combines the two forms, is considered the monarch of all creatures. Griffins, also known as griffons or griffins, but here we use the preferred spelling, are often guardians of treasure. They have a deep and abiding love for gold, jewels, and all manner of precious things. They also guard reputation, a different kind of treasure, one that is uniquely valuable. A griffin's claw is said to have medicinal properties, and a feather from its wings is supposedly able to restore sight to the blind. It is not clear whether the latter is actually true. Because of its mix of parts, the griffin is seen as having a dual nature. For some, it is a symbol of the divine. For others, it is ferocity on the wing, the very sight of which terrifies all but the bravest of men. Indeed, the Griffin community divided over these very matters in the Great Griffin Schism of 1792, which led to the establishment of the American Airy. Heloise Batwing, Dwarf, Lead Scholar, Guildhall.